That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The Big Party Morning Show is now available on the iHeartRadio app and everywhere you get your podcasts. Enjoy the show. Here's what's trending on the Big Party Morning Show. May have a cool rainy start to the day, but get ready for a hot summer. Um, the word is from the Weather Channel. Meteorologists are predicting it's going to be a sweltering this yeah. season. Good. And right. everybody's out of the house post-COVID. I thought uh, you meant hot like in hot. Like it's no, also like- going to be a hot summer, like hot, right? Because <laughs> yeah. no one's been out. No one's been together. A lot of people haven't gotten any loving in a year. Yeah. You had swimming pools and bathing suits. You've limited yourself to a few, maybe less than a handful of friends. You know, all that awful stuff that this has brought it's to us. It's time to bump uglies with a stranger. Yeah. I mean, They're no. saying singles are getting ready. <laughs> They're like, when are they going to be comfortable? They're like, very soon. Oh, well, us single people are at home doing wiener push-ups. Oh, you're practicing? <laughs> Manscaping every day. Getting resi- ready for presentation pose. No, this I'm not ready for presentation. I have <laughs> this thing is should not be seen by anyone. Uh, the closest thing you're going to get to a, a hottie right now is a, a nurse pushing you down. The- mm-hmm. <laughs> the I've aisle. had to get pseudo naked around a lot of nurses lately, and it's how's it's, it been going? Well, it's just before you know it, you're like, I guess we're pool ready. <laughs> <laughs> you're used to it, and you've been you've been. Desensitized. Yeah, I'm ready to go swimming. Oh, I I mean, at this point, I just don't care anymore. That's what I'm saying. I'm where Molly is. I mean, I have no dignity. (laughs) Like, Um, you know know, what? What is this? Hey, man, there's a lot of people that go to pools, wherever that, and they feel absolutely fine with their, their whatever type of body shape they got going on. That's where we need to get. My problem is, I think I have too many friends that work out and they're just all ripped. So I never want to go to a pool with those guys. I'm like, yeah. You're right. saying you're not out of shape. Your friends are just too in shape. <laughs> Thank you. That's you're the like, biggest this problem. This is totally normal. <laughs> we've just got to yeah. find. We've got to lower the water table sure. instead of raise the bar. Mm-hmm. Is the point. We need to find a swimming pool with a lot of ugly people that hang out. So we are the good-looking people when we show up. Okay. I like that. Anyone knows of that ugly pool? Let's know. <laughs> Please call. You don't see a lot of lists for those. Omaha's no. ugliest pools. No. Excellent. It's sold out. You know what they need to do? All right. So uh, the Cottonwood, the Cottonwood down there, they have a pool, right? That's going to be opening up eventually. They need to do a special day where uh, anyone under a five in appearance and shape isn't allowed <laughs> Because I have a feeling the Cottonwood's going to be a see and be seen kind of pool. Like, that's oh, not yes. where the three of us want yeah, to be. That's you are. I don't care. you got to have a room at the hotel or be living in the apartments nearby. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be. That's pretty cool. Off limits. Otherwise, unless uh, they do a caddy day like Caddyshack. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm Which imagining. I think they should do and just leave it arbitrarily up to some young people that, party. I would raise it above five. I would okay. say it's only tens. Oh. I'd call it the first ever like dime party at the Cottonwood in only tens. Then how am I gonna get in there? We'll, we'll be the maybe we'll be the judges. That's how we get in. <laughs> we get to judge. I hand out towels. 
There you I go. may not Thanks be a 10, coming. but I know one when I see one. Thanks for coming. I mean, you've been at Vegas pool parties where there's a lot of, a lot of feels like 10s. Ah, dude, yeah. It's,、uh, that's a different、uh, vibe. I, and now I pick pools that are. <laughs> this is sad. But now I pick the different pools that aren't entertainment. Because you got the pools that have the DJ going and everyone's a 10. And then you have the, the family esque pools where it's more, more normal to me. More people that are just, you know, just, I guess. Wearing spank suits. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sign me up for one of them. There is a global、uh, chip shortage, not potato chip. Like digital chip, and it looks like it's going to be impacting the rollout for Apple. Well, yeah, they actually are, are developing their own chip now because of this. Yes. So, yeah, they, they, they defi- decided to do their own thing, which is so good. So, last week,、um, like automotive plants, like there was a story last week about Ford having to shutter production plants, not because of lack of orders, because they don't have. The chips that they need. And we to throw work these the things、car. out. Remember, it's not. There's the ones in your phone. Eventually, we're going to have to get、that. smarter on throwing these yes. know, devices that we replace every year or so that are full of chips and rare earth metals. And, you know, that stuff is, gonna, is getting finite. What did we learn from the last pandemic? Supply chain、yes. has lots of、uh, hinks in it, and it's not guaranteed. Like, we need to, need to figure out a better supply chain. And I think that that's part of I, I sort of feel like that's what they're sort of trying to do now with the restructuring of like the American jobs thing that, you know, the president's talking about rolling out. I think that's to look at like, hey, maybe we need to just count on ourselves. <laughs> so, in case of emergency, it's just us. No, I'm、um, not feel bad. I did, I, every、uh, phone I have ever had, I still have. I'm not throwing it out, but I just still have it. I, I know you're going to make like an art piece out of it, a bucket of phones. I mean, is there a plan? No. It still has stuff never, on it. Never a plan. Why don't just, you? I don't know. It's、Make、just in a drawer、use. someplace? Yeah, they're all just in drawers. Like the very, very first iPhone I have. But I don't have a charger for anything like that. You know, it's just sitting there. Just full of a bunch、in. of dumb old texts. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of photos of yourself at the time that you thought were awful and now you wish. <laughs> I need to get my wiener pics off my old iPhone. Go walk into Verizon and tell them that. Show up with just some sketchy old phone. I just need to get my wiener pics off that and I'll be on my way, sir. You're not a nice man today. <laughs> And you are so right. <laughs> well, technology. Yesterday, I asked the question how long you get back to this self after surgery. I'm like, yeah, you haven't had surgery yet. And you're already there. So, <laughs> your post op is going to be real quick. So, it'll be one week from today. Yeah. Will I, will I awake、uh, yeah. a, a happier person? Oh. Well, that I don't know, but you, will I wake? I, you just said it, will I wake? And then it was、I、like,、know. oh my God, yeah, please. I mean, are they、yes. taking out your heart and putting a good one in there? What are they doing, Jeff? The Grinch. We don't know what happens when they open it up. It's all black in there. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs>、uh, I should arrange it so I'm the first person you see when you wake up. <laughs> Standing over you. You know, with COVID rules, they make it, it's, it's, it's,、oh, it's got to be special. That's right. Who's your special someone? Yeah, do you have one? We don't know who this is. We're going to determine. We're still trying to figure out who's going to whisk me away. Carol. Probably just going to push you out in the street and say, all right, get out of here. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is that way with outpatient surgery anymore. I, I know. Mean, everything's outpatient. So it depends on how you do in that recovery room. 
And I like to sleep. Like the last procedure I had was just a colonoscopy. Yeah. And they're like, dude, check out was at noon. It's like two <laughs> o'clock. I'm like sucking my thumb. I'm like, I'm good. I'm not ready to leave yet. They're like, sir, we're telling you, you can't sleep here. <laughs> it's like falling asleep in a bar. I'm like, you guys gave me the drugs and put a camera in my butt. Now I want to sleep all day. They're like, you can sleep all day, but you can't do it here. So job, job. Closing so my, time. So my ride took me to Brazenhead for lunch, and my head kept hitting the table. <gasps> I was sound asleep. <laughs> my sister and my mom are eating fish and chips, and every time I would wake up, I'd go, I think there's something wrong with me. <laughs> I'd fall back asleep. Look at him. I think they gave thumb. me that Michael Jackson drug that milk that's what they do that's what they told me because it's what, so good when i woke up with mine uh, for mine i said oh my god that was amazing you gotta just give me some of that stuff to take home he goes that's what michael jackson that's his it's stuff like, i was like wow that's what he took you, you can understand smoked. you go in the emergency room the anesthesiologist looks down at you and they go come back from from three you're like three <laughs> two and the next thing you you remember is wake up time machine it's it is been a, five hours it's amazing that stuff and now you understand why how he could get hooked on that for someone who was not sleeping i just remember them know. putting on like warm socks what like they put like warm socks on your feet like to keep your feet warm and everything i mean it was just like it was like cozying up in like a whole little thing like just like when they that's, when they when they put you down. That's you got a colonoscopy and they, they gave you warm socks. No. Oh, okay. All right, <laughs> like it was mind. like, all right. those, but um, like with uh, having kids and stuff where they start okay. giving you all the good, you know, and they're like, hey, you want something? I'm like, yeah, I could use some warm socks. That sounds really nice. Can I be asleep and you just wake me when the baby's here? <laughs> okay. Oh, I thought warm socks was like a code for a drug I can ask for. Ooh, warm socks. Warm socks. Wink. <laughs> Dude, does your dealer have the warm socks? Uh, that colonoscopy was an experience. I mean, experience, can't they give you a little cocktail before they have the thing? You would think. Maybe Instead they want just... you to be, I don't know, aware, right? Zero to know. wherever. I mean, maybe they just, yeah, want to make sure that they don't give you too much. You don't go too deep. Mm-hmm. But well, man. I hope when I open you up, Jeff, it isn't all dark in there. <laughs> Demons and bats fly out. <laughs> One week we'll find out. Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Welcome to the show. Well, Mother of the Year Award goes to me. Um, it had been... Uh, Four years since I last took my children to the doctor, apparently. And you had no idea? Uh, like, No idea. You thought it was, what, two years or a year? Oh, what yeah. did you do in your head? I mean, you know, the, the good news is I didn't have sick kids. So there was never a reason to go to the doctor. And, like, whenever we got, like, flu shots or something, we'd get it at, like, Target or Walgreens or wherever. So all the normal things that would have, like, had you make an appointment. Mm -hmm. But I walked in yesterday with both kids because I was like, you know what? I, it's time to, you know, COVID's over. Let's kick the wheels. They're getting bigger. And she's like, well, hi. It's so good to see you. And yeah, she's like, like well, don't blame COVID. It, it had been three darn years. And then, <laughs> and then COVID started. 
Exactly. They're like, let's rewind the clock a year ago. Where were you one year ago when it had been three years? See, I would have thought that you'd take your kids every year for a checkup anyway. But oh, I'm you know, the worst. Them off. But, but you know what? Now they open up options to get your shots at, at you know Walgreens, Walmart, wherever. You're right. Why else would you go if they didn't have a, a cold? Well, so this yeah. is this in my defense. This is the thing. My kids have winter birthdays. So whenever your annual, you know how like you're supposed to go for your annual. Mm-hmm. Why would I take healthy kids to a doctor's office during f- cold and flu season when it's always like packed full of kids with you know stress? And that's how you re- that's how you really felt. You didn't just yes. write this excuse now to match. No, this has always been my thing because I usually would take them in the spring because I'm like, we had, you know, I live in Chicago. There was a mumps outbreak a couple years ago. I'm like, I'm not going in for that. Like, you know, what we don't have, we're going to catch in the waiting room. But come on. So you're kind of like one of those weird moms who keeps your kids home for four years from real medicine (laughs) because you're afraid of what's out there. That's the real thing. That's the real model. If they had emailed or called me and said, hey, you're due for a vaccine, but nobody was due for a vaccine. But I was in that sweet spot where the kids, like when they're little, they're going every couple months because they've got to get a booster shot or they've got to so, get their mumps or whatever. And then the truth, and then in the reality, you had been to the doctor so many times with, with the kids that they reach a certain age, you're a little burned out on it. You're like, well, why? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I realized that like the last time you need official documentation for school mm-hmm. is kindergarten. And that is the last time my daughter... <laughs> So being a parent isn't that Saw tough. Like you don't have to take them to the doctor and stuff. Like they're pretty much on their own from like the age of four on. After they get like the, after they get the baseline, like I'm I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I believe in vaccines, and so after they get like all their baseline vaccines, and it's just every couple of years they have to get a booster. Unless they're sick, why would you take them? You know what I mean? Because they're basically just going to look at them, weigh them, and all this kind of stuff, and just tell you, yep. Keep it up. Like, do you ride a bike? Yep. Do you play sports? Okay. Does your body hurt anywhere? Nope. Time to go. That's but interesting. Just- so you take your pets to the vet more than you take your, your kids to the <laughs> The cat's sick more than the kids. <laughs> that's, the, that's the other All thing. All right. But it was, it was pretty nutty. Like, I walked in here and I was like, huh, I do not remember the office looking like this. She's like, because we've moved since you. <laughs> so what changed? Oh, what did we God. find after four years? Height, weight, that's about it, right? Nothing. Like, she's like, you have healthy kids. They both are healthy. They're both growing on the same rate that they're supposed to. I mean, my son is tiny, and he's still tiny. But it's like, he's not tiny like he's not thriving. Like, he's just still on he's his like, arc. He's like, Benjamin, he's like Benjamin Button. He's yes. just, he sits in a, uh, a baby ca- a chair in, in the back seat still. <laughs> they're like, your son is still healthy body weight. Not that you would have known. Luckily, we rolled the dice in the last four, and it didn't go south. Uh, he is a little slight. But, yeah, he's healthy. Not that you would have known. But, yeah, I guess somebody got lucky today. I told Peter, sleep on my four husband. Years. And he's like, I can't say anything because I I didn't wow. take him either. Actually, like I he's like, you're, there's two parents there. Yeah. I know. Sounds like you guys have been <laughs> chilling out a little bit, but uh, what's heck, lazy? They're not alone. Um, what about dentists? They have gone to the dentist. Okay. So that's the thing is that teeth they go twice a year because you know why the dentist office hounds you. They call all yeah, the time. They're like, hey now. friend, it's time to get them in here. You're like, all right already, but they're losing these teeth like five a five a month. Can I? 
not pay to have you look at a blank mouth? Yeah, I guess it'd be、uh, a little annoying if the doctor constantly called you,、uh, you know, during that, that time going, it's time to make an appointment. Come on. <laughs>、yeah. Hello. Wouldn't see you. But, <laughs> That's what you said four、like、years ago. <laughs> All right, 93, 9400. We got the tea coming up next.、Uh, what do we have? Uh, Taylor Swift has got new music, and it might be about one of her exes. Find out who. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. If it's influencing us, we're talking about it.、Ooh. Time to spill the tea. Taylor Swift has a new track out. Mr. Perfectly Fine, straight out of the vault, getting ready for her new Fearless Taylor's version. And this is about Sophie Turner's husband, right?、Mm-hmm. Joe?、Mm, Joe Jonas. He goes about his day, forgets he ever even heard my name. Would you be cool with a woman singing about Peter? No. I mean, so it was pre you and Peter. But it was one of Peter's exes, and she's still. And do, do, do t- Taylor and Sophie are buddies, but wouldn't it still be like weird? I would think that、yes. Taylor probably ran this past them because, I mean, like casually cruel. Like if somebody was describing my. I'd be like, I kind of don't think that's nice. Like is, that was a long time ago. You were young. And- right. It's not. Yeah, goodbye. At one point, unless this is like the lyrics are a cautionary tale for young ladies, you know, you're really judging all of these. Young relationships where, sure, nobody knows what they're doing. There's no roadmap. I think I'd、There、be more horrified、it. if somebody、uh, was writing songs about me. Like, I mean,、oh. don't you guys ever worry about, like, if your exes suddenly decided to go ahead and open up the closet? Well, they could. I don't want <laughs> them to. It's just a waiting game now. It is. And, you know, you got your attorney ready to go. <laughs> you need a couple of go to guys that are like, no, that never happened. Like, look, you're going to get some phone calls. You were there that night. It didn't happen. <laughs> Not how she said it did. Fearless. I don't, I don't ever want that to happen. I mean, you have just, to do your press conference. You stand up. You're like, all women are brave. You should believe all their stories. This one is lying. Thank you. No questions. <laughs> oh, the vault. Uh, so, the vault so. is opening uh,、um, tonight. So, overnight, Fearless Taylor's version. This is her 2008 album. You know, she's re recording all of her old tracks. So, then she actually owns them. Okay.、So、she lost it in this,、uh, the, the split up.、Uh, the Rock is ready to pay for your guac. So, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is、uh, part owner in this tequila company. And basically, he put out a promotion on Instagram. Saying between May 1st and Cinco de Mayo, May 5th, if you purchase guacamole at a restaurant that's also serving this Terramana tequila, he'll cover the cost of the guacamole. 21 up, and older. Up to、obviously. $10. <laughs> yeah, up to $10. I was like, oh my God. I guess I could get pricey. And, and he'll、um, be in the restaurant at the time? No, this is just you,、uh, like Johnson will Venmo you the cash. You have to、uh, upload the receipt to guacontherock.com. And、uh, the first million dollars, that's where it's capped at. But I mean, that's 100,000 bowls of guacamole if they all go for $10. So apparently, he will actually Venmo you the cash if you can prove you drank his tequila 
Well, well enjoying some party. of the green dip. I'll drink it. You're the guy. I haven't, I haven't, I've seen it before in places, Jeff, Molly, but I haven't, I've yet to try it yet. Um, I didn't actually realize that was his. Um, so, so how many bottles of tequila have you tried? I mean, you, you drink tequila all the time. You're not still sampling, still no, searching. You're not, you're not a searcher. No, I'm not a searcher because of the fact that I've had the finest because of you guys, Jeff, you've bought me the finest Molly. You got me some really good fine stuff as well. Um, and then I've had the bottom and then I've had a lot of the medium, uh, you know, and it's like, they're not all good. That's what sucks. I figured it's just like anything. They're not all good. So I stick to what I like now. Um, but uh, Hey, I'm willing to try it. Why and what not? is it that you like? What is your go-to? I still love that Hornitos. I, I don't know what it is. Is it the silver it's, or the gold? Like I the- only drink Resposado. I, that's that's okay. what I like. Yeah. I don't like the Anio. I think it's called Anio. That kind yeah. of has a smoky, weird flavor mm-hmm. uh, to it. Um, it's That's kind of a drink I could only have a couple of. Yeah. I, I want to be able to have more than one. That's more, Resposito's more of a sipper. <laughs> Jeff noticed on Monday. <laughs> it was Monday. There's just no slowing him down. No, there's not. I wish Have you ever was. seen those little games they would put where it's the oh like uh, it's God. in the science lab and it's the beaker? Yes, and all you're Where you get saying. him started and he dips back and forth. His beak goes in the water mm-hmm. and goes out in the oh, water. Oh, cute. Yeah. That's party when he starts drinking. Yeah. You can't slow it down. Just dip and dip <laughs> and dip and dip. Oh, another one. And another one. And another one. And the funny thing is about And it's like, you know, look at his lips like, I know I sound crazy. It's like, well, if you keep drinking more booze and tongue, he goes, I can't even figure it works. And then it's me and Wileen trying to have a conversation, and you can't get anything done if he's near us, because he'll, I'm interrupting you. I'm putting hands in front of faces. <laughs> How but he's so sweet. He's it's, fun. It's fun for a little while. <laughs> it was great. It was but just, I'm I'm impressed. It was Monday and I wasn't drinking on your level. So I'm like, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> I've lost all my, my superpowers, which would be, You'll be to, back. to try and out drink him. <laughs> Come on. And every time we're drinking, I'm always amazed in the beginning that I can remember how slow you drink. I'm like, good Lord, man, I've already had four beers and you've only had one and you're still not done with the first. Isn't that warm? Slow and steady. <laughs> right. What people have learned is they both get to the same destination. They just take different routes. <laughs> but they still get to the same uh, destination. I'm, I'm apparently on the Audubon, man. <laughs> going, wow. All right, we're right back. We got it. We're gonna be talking to. Uh... We got volleyball next week. Yes, we speak with uh, Tyler Hildebrand, one of the assistant volleyball coaches for the University of Nebraska women's volleyball team. Tyler's a stud. Does Olympic sand volleyball coaching as well, and he's going to chat us up on what's happening with Nebraska next week at the national championship. Yeah, we'll they're going to win there. it. They're going to go back and win another ring. I think so. This would be their sixth national championship <sighs> for amazing? probably the most top-flight athletic program at. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nebraska right now, you got to admit, it's got to be volleyball. Absolutely. Hands down, it's volleyball. Um, All right, we'll do that next hour. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. All right, thanks for listening. Make sure you tap that app. Yeah, the podcast is listen live. You can do all kinds of fun stuff on that app, by the way. All righty, special guest on the phone. Here we got the associate head coach for Nebraska women's volleyball program, Tyler Hildebrand. They have the championship NCAA tournament in Omaha next weekend or next uh, week. Tyler, good morning. Good morning, Tyler. Good morning. How's it going, guys? We're doing great. Good, great. So you guys must be excited for next week. What's uh, what's the feeling with uh, with the team right now? A week out. Yeah, we're. Uh... We're getting our last couple of days of training in before we, you know, we'll head out there to Omaha Monday night. So the girls are excited. You know, it's been a long season, a lot of training, <clears throat> a lot of unknown matches, you know, if they're going to get canceled or not. So we feel good about knowing we got a couple of weeks to try to win this thing. Yeah, because you guys had to take a, um, what was it, like a 20-day uh, break a little bit because of the, the COVID deal or something like that, right? Um, we, we had three weekends canceled. Oh. Uh, Penn State, Wisconsin, and Northwestern. You know, thankfully none of that was COVID with us. And you, would, um, and, and you guys would have spanked those guys anyway, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Those, <laughs> I mean, those guys aren't any good. That's the thing is that Wisconsin is picked to be one of these powerhouse teams, and we didn't get to, to go against them this year. And yeah, and Penn State is doing well. Um, and, but and yeah. so it's a different tournament this year, right? It's it's less teams than normal. Yeah, you know, we're first we're really thankful for Omaha because, you know, I don't think any other city would have got this done. Um, you know, they're hosting 48 teams. They've moved the dates, obviously, from December. So it just goes to show you how, you know, how much we appreciate Omaha and what they always do for us. Um, and, yeah, there'll be, you know, the first two rounds are going to be, there's, it'll be a little bit like a club tournament. There's going to be four teams playing at the same time um, in a convention center. Uh, in the downtown convention center. So uh, once you get to the Sweet 16 and on, it'll feel a little bit more normal. But, yeah, first two rounds will be a little interesting. Are you kidding me? So you're going to have four games at the exact same time. Now that's in, worth in the, the convention, ticket. and then the rest of them go into the CHI. Oh, oh, wow. That's right. That's, that's right. pretty cool. Yeah. Because normally, yeah. in, in a normal year, the top 16 seeds would have their own regional. Is that correct? They'd be able to have their own regional that's, at home. That's exactly right, yep. So and, no, and so, actually... So Nebraska basically gets to be the one team that kind of has their own regional here. I mean, the regional nice? is the tournament. Holy smokes, we're going to have all these people here visiting. we we got to all do our hair and put makeup on and look good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, we're we're always excited when Omaha is hosting because the Husker Nation always comes out and, um, yeah, supports us, like, uh, and we really feel it. And so, you know, that we're excited for that, too, because, you know, we were supposed to play Penn State last week, the last week of the season, and, and the Big Ten allowed fans. But we were looking forward to about 2,500 in Devaney, uh, you know, right before we went to the tournament, feel that support. 
Um, so anyway, you know, that bummer got canceled, but uh, the girls are looking forward to playing in front of the fans. Now, oh, cool. We've got Tyler Hillebrandt with the Husker volleyball team. Uh, what's special about this, this team uh, this year? You know, I, I was thinking about that as we kind of wrapped up our season. And, you know, this has been a seven, eight months of training. And I think one of the things that stands out the most is, you know, we were talking to a recruit yesterday and coach brought this up, just said, you know, we did a three and a half hour practice or three hour practice on Tuesday. And, you know, there was two or three girls that stayed another half an hour after practice, just rolling out on the, you know, stretching, talking, hanging out. And I think after seven or eight months, just the friendship that the girls have, they get along and the fact that they can train that hard and still be energized, that, that to me is what sticks out the most. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, uh, Jeff and I have always been a, a fan of uh, the Nebraska Cornhusker Volleyball. We've been to a couple of their uh, the sessions, you know, before uh, tournaments and everything like that. One, one time, Tyler, I snuck in some peanuts and I was sitting with the fans, you know. <laughs> Yeah, they have a concession open, so I'm just sitting there eating my bag of peanuts. And then we go, we go to the news, and it was a slow motion uh, coverage of of everyone in the stands, and it oh, I felt like it panned in on me slow motion eating peanuts. <laughs> oh no! And somebody said somebody said somebody said, "Oh, you got peanuts at the concession stand?" And we said, "No, they weren't open. He snuck food into a practice." Like that's oh, awful. <laughs> because we're, that's right. we're yeah, fans. That's what Tyler, we what's your? Yeah. Uh, we just want to get up to speed with your background. How does a California guy playing be- excelling at beach volleyball wind up in Nebraska, or how? How yes. do you survive living well, in Nebraska? Yeah, it's interesting. I, uh, I, I mean, I, I played more indoor than beach. So I played professionally indoor and on the national team indoor. Played a little bit of beach, then started coaching beach. But it was interesting. I was doing a couple jobs. I was coaching indoor in college. Um, for men and coaching beach. And I got a couple calls and I was starting to get some interest from some people, a couple of ex-Olympic coaches. There was a little bit of like momentum. Like, wow, these people are starting to call me. And I got this call from, uh, you know, your phone. If you don't have the number saved, it'll tell you where the area code's from. Yeah. And I got this missed call from Nebraska. And I've never talked to Coach Cook or anyone here in my life. And I'm like, yeah, maybe that's John Cook. Just, you know, because these other coaches were calling. And I thought it was a telemarketer, and sure enough, it was Coach. And that was 2015. Um, we talked, ended up not coming. Um, one of my really good friends, Chris Thomas, obviously, as you guys probably know, and Jen Joins came. Um, but then, you know, next time I got a Nebraska number calling a couple years later, I was like, okay, I'm going to go this time. So that's kind of how it happened. And I actually coached John Cook's nephew, um, so his brother, who he's really close with, uh, kind of saw me coaching um, his, you know, his son, so John's nephew. And I guess it said, hey, someday you got to get this guy to come coach. And that was like eight years earlier. So, Wow, was, that's really cool. And, and, and your wife yeah. is, was, is, was on the national team, is that correct? Yeah, she was on the national team for a decade, for 10 years. Um, wow. You know, played with Jordan Larson, is really, really good friends with her. Uh, played with Kelsey. Um, and, uh, yeah, she, she was one of the best players in the world for about a decade. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and, and so what's your involvement with USA, uh, volleyball, the beach national program? Are you still going to be involved with, with the Olympics uh, going forward? Yeah, good, good question. Um, you know, everything was so weird with the postponement. Um, 
And uh, so USA really got hit because, you know, their revenue comes from girls' juniors volleyball primarily, mm-hmm. and all of that got shut down. So so essentially, you know, they probably would have hired someone for the year, you know, to fill my position as director of coaching head coach. But because they were kind of in a bind, they're like, hey, do you want to stay and go? And I'm like, yeah. So Coach Cook and Nebraska have been awesome. You know, I'm not missing hardly anything, but I'll, I'll have to be gone a little bit this summer and certainly at the Olympics. So coach said, Hey, you know, I want you to finish that out. Cause I was there for three years. And, um, so I was real thankful to coach in Nebraska to let me do that. And so, yeah, I'm doing a lot of zoom calls at night, talking to some teams <laughs> in California still and watching some video. And so I'm staying in touch and, uh, I'll hit up a couple tournaments and then the Olympics this summer to finish it out. So oh, is that, is that, is, is that team already established that beach team or in theory, you couldn't be like recruiting from who we see at the tournament this uh, next week. <laughs> You know, it's interesting you said that. I just got a call a couple days ago from the development program, which is a little separate from the national team. And they're like, hey, we have nobody in the Midwest that knows anything about beach. (laughs) So will you be our talent identification person? And so I actually might be looking a little bit about uh, that. Oh, cool. But, but, you know, that'll be just casual, you know, nothing nothing crazy. But, um, but yeah, yeah. Essentially, it's a little different and unique. You know, I'm the kind of head coach, but I don't individually coach any of the teams. It's kind of like skiing or snowboarding. You know, they have like their own personal coaches. Okay. And then I kind of, I kind of oversee their coaches, and then I also work directly with the teams and train. And I work a little bit more with some. Anyway, and so they're all kind of fighting for those spots. So we don't select them. Um, They go earn it, which I think is kind of cool. They. They play against the world for two and a half years, and the top two teams in each gender go. Oh, that's awesome. And so we have one women's team that's already locked it up. But, yeah, in about a month and a half, those teams will be settled. And so it's it's go time. There's about four tournaments left for them. It's pretty pretty much go time for them. All right, Coach, so tell me about this. I mean, quick question about the sand. When you play sand volleyball, the sand's a different type of sand, right? That doesn't, you know, stick to you and get all in your, you know, your cracks and everything yeah. like that, right? <laughs> uh, no, it, you, when you play beach volleyball for a living, you, you have sand in your ears and your nose and oh. every crevice of your body 24 hours a day. Oh so, man, that's amazing. Uh, cause, uh, cause I mean, I, myself personally, I like, I think we've all, and of course you coach have, have eaten sand, you know, I've eaten a hot dog on the oh, beach. Yeah. I got sand. That is the worst feeling ever. Oh yeah. He thought this oh, was yeah. special nonstick sand. That's what he's told us all morning <laughs> off the air, Tyler. He's like, like, you know they use special sand that doesn't stick to anything. Yeah, because people get all sweaty, you know? Well, well, to be fair, usually when it's on a beach, it's a little better than kind of the dirt sand, you know, that they truck in. So it is a little bit, it's a little bit different probably most of the time, but uh, no, you, you, you get sand, you just, you just learn to live with them. You have it everywhere all the time. Do you miss sand? Beach sand. Yeah, you know, I I um I don't miss California. Um, you know, it's hard for me and my wife in the sense that, you know, we've lived there for over 20 years. So our whole kind of friend network that we developed and all the volleyball people we know are there. So we miss that, but we don't really miss anything else. We really like the Midwest. We have a young family. I have a three-year-old kid and one on the way. And so we don't miss that. Uh, we miss the beach a little bit. Don't miss the prices that come with the beach. But I miss I miss beach volleyball just because I I kind of have a passion for it and I like the grind of it and the 
you know, it's just you and your partner. It's a really cool, unique sport, and um, so I miss that. What do you think of the state of uh, Nebraska talent, the local talent? We say that we live in the state of volleyball. Oh, it's unbelievable. You know, and I think the success of Nebraska with Coach Pettit and obviously now Coach Cook for 20 years has a, has a lot to do with that. You know, these girls get to see role models. They get to go to some games and they get to get, you know, they get to dream big and get fired up about the sport. And so I think that, um, yeah, obviously, when you look at the three girls we have coming in from Nebraska, um, Riley, Whitney, and Lindsay, and uh, that's <laughs> it's just a great uh, state for the fans, for the support, for the the talent coming up. And um, yeah, I think I think what Coach Cook has built is you know, has a lot to do with that. Well, thanks for jumping on, Coach. I think our buddy Tim, I guess he went golfing with you this past week, and I think he has a bit of a man crush on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With him and not totally awesome, talk to him. awesome, man. I love that guy. He's a good guy. Because, uh, he's well, one of my favorite people I've met since I got here. He's so. been he's a great. He's such a stand-up uh, dude. We love Tim. Is. Well, Tyler, it's uh, Tyler Hillebrand with uh, Associate Head Coach with uh, Husker Volleyball, man. We're just Thank so you. excited good for luck. you guys next week. Go long. Um, good luck. Win another championship. Yeah. We're just so proud of those girls and what you guys are doing down there. And we're looking forward to the Olympics and also golfing with you sometime yeah. soon, bud. Okay, thank you. All right. Sounds good. And thanks for he's having a, me he, on. And thanks for what you guys do. You guys got a great show here. All right, thanks, Tyler. Tyler. He's a Long thank Beach you. State alum. The dirt bag. Yeah. <laughs> he's a dirt bag. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're all a little no dirt bag, aren't we? All right, bud. Take care. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. All right, see you later. That has always been to me one of the best baseball uh, mascots. The dirt bag. The dirt That's bags. That's funny. I love it. All right, we'll be right back soon. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Some things just need one touch. When you move like that, tap that app to get Channel 941's free app. Tap that app for exclusive app-only ways to win. Tap that app to sound off and talk to the Big Party Morning Show. Tap that app to influence the music you want to hear and get your fave song alert. you want to control me. And tap that app to never miss the Big Party Morning Show anywhere you go. We know that finger of yours is going to be tapping that app a lot. Tap that app to get Channel 941's free app in your app store. Like right now. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Thank you to Coach Hildebrand for jumping on the show. Nebraska volleyball. Yeah, he's a he's it, 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 he's a powerhouse man to have with that program. So they yes. could be handing the keys to him in the very near future. Um, but what a cool thing that John Cook reaches out, brings him in sure. as associate head coach. We love John Cook because. As proud as he is of the volleyball program, John loves to talk about football. Yes, he does. <laughs> and he always does yes. football metaphors. And and I like remember, he... John Cook was originally a high school football coach. That's right. That when life gives you lemons. He made himself some lemonade, didn't he? Yeah, he, did. he pivoted he into did. women's volleyball and has become this prolific coach with this incredible program here. We need to give a shout out to Creighton, though, as well. So we're talking about the state yes. of volleyball. Because of Coach Pettit that leaves the cook and all this neat stuff down at Nebraska, that has led to a powerful Creighton program. Mm-hmm. Um, now they're all going to be. Coach Booth, she's amazing. Creighton's made the tournament. UNO's got a good program. Bellevue's always got a good program. It's unbelievable. You know, just you can cherry pick. You know, but... Uh, Is yeah, it too late for me to 
join with any eligibility, <laughs> slide into those shorts. That should be the rule. If you can fit the shorts, you can make the team, Jeff. Ladies. I think you don't got no butt. You ain't got no butt. <laughs> you don't have the butt for it. All that thigh meat hanging out. Yeah, that white, white. You think it could be intimidating? Fish belly. <laughs> white chalk. When I get airborne to go spike, Bring and I'm not shot. hardly airborne. It's like an inch off the ground. But my jersey pokes up so you can see my belly. Ooh. See some red fur popping out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, it's another ace. Just again. He's our secret weapon. All right, we're out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow, people. Have a safe day and do yourself good. going to go jump on a cruise. Oh, have you seen that cruise, the last cruise documentary that's when the pandemic started? Hell to the no. Right. Yeah, because they've been cruising. I, I saw this morning that there are ships that are, are doing it, just not, you know. They're, they're just going here. up and down the shore whistling at women. Hey, pretty lady. Oh my God, I wish they would just stop cruising all day long. They're bored. Getting cat calls. Always have a big party morning show podcast with one tap. Just tap that app. And you've got Channel 94 One free app.